Greetings, Force users of all ages. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars meaningful to us. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hello, people. And Daniel Dawson. This is madness. Well, it is madness, because we are stepping outside of the Tauntaun once again for the highly oh, anticipated yeah. new Marvel Studios release on Disney Plus, Loki. This is episode one, Glorious Purpose, directed by Kate Heron, written and created for television by Michael Waldron. And by God, we're Marvel fans. And Star Wars fans. <laughs> oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Glorious oh. porpoise. It was all about huh. dolphins. Huh. I I gotta say, I'm feeling, I'm feeling Wandavision feelings. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am feeling mysterious. Huh. What the? We're is feeling happening? them going into a very different direction. Do you guys again. feel small? Yeah. Did that Did that episode make you feel small? Yeah, yeah, it did. I I was gonna say. I mean, you know, as far as um, <laughs> this was like the the least subtle because like basically this is it feels so heavy. Like this mm-hmm. is the this is the the potential foundation for the rest of the MCU, as it were, or as it's going to be potentially. I, I it big deal. Right, and we will talk in great detail about that very point. But some of the implications herein implications. basically take the first 10 years of Marvel right. and say, you ain't seen nothing. That was <laughs> yeah, or, or like, play. oh, it didn't even matter, basically. Child's play. Yeah, we're in a we're in a completely different ballpark playing a completely different ball game. Yeah, I mean, if you had concern about like, where, do, how do you up the stakes after Endgame? Well- you Here take the MacGuffin yeah. of the entire Infinity Saga and shove it in a literal drawer. Yeah, right. Oh and you use gosh. them as paperweights. <laughs> I gasped. I was yeah. like, I, I mean, seeing them just like around a bunch of other like desk crap that they oh. clearly confiscated from yeah. individual, from variants, you know, I was just like, oh, oh, God. Yeah, right. Loki's and if, face was literally me. Well, and if this episode was about Loki's identity crisis, which it very much was, if you mm-hmm. were to read online comments about this episode, people are having an identity crisis. About <laughs> yeah. Marvel, sure. yeah, their Marvel sure. fandom. I was like, did this? Did this just ruin everything that came before? And no, the answer is no. no. Of course but, not. But, I mean, not. Yeah. but it's, it's like, about what, the journey that's so important. Are you telling me we don't have autonomy over the flow of time? Like uh, you thing, know what, thing, things are allowed to happen because a group of space lizards said so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I th- I'm not. I mean, I'm wondering if after this show is over, if it will kind of change your perception of the last ten years of films. You know what I mean? Like if it'll just sit differently 
maybe not like tremendously, but I feel like having that in the back of your mind. Um, yeah, there's there's some interesting things that potentially we're about to witness. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they made it clear um, that they didn't have an issue with what the Avengers did. Yeah. Um, that that was like what was supposed to happen. Oh, yeah. So they, right. yeah, they allowed that to happen. But in several several Thor runs with the TVA. They, let me tell you, Thor has got the runs, guys. They, <laughs> they, comic <laughs> comic runs. Uh, they, uh, the TVA has serious issues with the Avengers, and that is something that I think potentially might be explored here. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, this is a show about Loki, but I mean, let's start with the TVA. The yeah. Time Variance Authority. Uh, yeah, so how are we going to do this? There's so much to talk about in this. Now, we're don't just worry, kinda Daniel. Like, I'll just, lead you. Just jump lead, please, all over lead. the place. Yeah. Lead so, and we will follow. So the Time Variance Authority, just for a little background, was created by Walt Simpson in the Thor series Alyssa just mentioned in 1986. And Loki says it, or rather asks the question in this episode, is this the most is this the greatest power in the universe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the moment, it kind of feels that way. I mean, yeah. They haven't showed us anything. They, they exist outside of time and space. Mm-hmm. Right. They exist and, outside they are, the universe. But they are dictating what. They're is, controlling it. What is or isn't. Right. So, yeah, right. Guarding what they call the sacred timeline. Yeah. And if it isn't, they're like, we'll just correct it. <laughs> And the sacred timeline, an easy way to think about it, is just uh, the, the, the timeline of cinematic of universe. Christ. It's the, it it's the continuum. It's it's the it's it's everything we've experienced thus far. It's all one right. timeline, and these people keep everything tightly flowing in one direction. Um, now, uh, I, forgive me if I'm getting ahead, but like, can I ask you this sort of broad question now? And you feel free to answer it later too. But um, at this point, I know it's just the first episode, but are you sus of the TVA? Or do you feel like they're on the up and up and they're they got the, like everybody's best interests at heart? Um, I think I think the potential exists for abuse. Sure. Of the TVA's power. And we will get to that in a in a moment because mm-hmm, there is a certain mm-hmm. character showing up in another movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Who. uh yeah, I don't know that I feel one way or the other right now. I do feel that they're very mysterious. Oh, sure. So that's that's kind of this just... is a lot to take in. I mean, yeah. Again, sure. yeah. I'm I'm gonna keep hammering this point about about well, these the freaking Infinity Stones. The fun part, the fun part about this pilot, this first episode, is that yes, we got just a bucket ton of information, so much yeah. exposition, so much like, you know, stuff that. You know, unless you're an avid comic reader, you don't know any any of this information. Yeah, it's, it's like very deep cut stuff. Yeah, we're getting extra nerdy now. But the thing that's so fantastic about it is that it doesn't. It didn't feel like a here's a first episode for you. Like it didn't feel like that to me. Yeah. I felt like obviously like it's the start of the story, but I was like. And there was a fair bit of exposition going on. Yeah, like, but it wasn't like a... where, it was. It was a cute way where, like, he, you know, um, it was smart. Ex- character it was smart is exposition. like right. You get yeah. Loki's greatest hits. You get yeah. uh, 
explanation. I mean, a full blown explanation of of what happened to create the sacred timeline. You had a multiversal war. So, folks, we are now. I loved this little cartoon that they made. Too, yes, by the way. Yes. So, yeah, we'll we'll skip ahead to that. So, um, <laughs> why not? Yeah. Uh, Miss Minutes is the official mascot of the TV. It's Minutes. a cartoon clock that appears to be sentient. Also, yeah, and very, also very strange. Um, southern <laughs> yes um she's got a cute little southern accent and it's it's uh, vo- uh she's voiced by tara strong mm-hmm. so we get a full-blown explanation for how the sacred timeline came into being so you had a multiversal war where you had different timelines and universes fighting each other for supremacy as the prime timeline the you idea wrap your head that? around that is literally mind blowing. Like I, I just it's like one of those things where you think of like a number like like bazillion shillion, like you just can't even wrap your head around of how large it is. Like that's mm-hmm. insane to me. Well and in this brilliant cartoon video that they're showing. Yeah. Uh, it's like schoolhouse rock. That's totally. what it reminds me of. It's the schoolhouse like, rock of multiversal wars. Old seventies cartoons, yeah. Uh you see warring factions. They talk about these warring factions and it seemingly depicts the Cree race on one end, mm-hmm. and they're—it's unclear who they're—they're they're fighting, and it—it it, it looks like it could either be Wakandans. That's what it looked like to me. Or the Nova Corps. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Nova Corps. And people yeah. are debating about what you know, because that the Nova Corps would make sense because they've had a thousand-year war. Could right. the TVA be involved there? That's—that's that's a whole lot of side information that maybe we don't need at this very moment. But it is interesting, though. It is all very interesting um there was a lot of nuggets in that little cartoon just a little cartoon alone Mm -hmm. there were i mean so many trigger words too because i mean you know we're like all of us nerds have like our got our you know ears perked every time they say the word like multiversal like (gasps) multiversal (laughs) and then they say madness i'm like yeah madness Madness. that was a very intentional if if you were allowed if if uh if someone messes with time and creates a branch reality, they use the word, it would be madness. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not a mistake because Michael Waldron Definitely. is the writer well, of uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, we had um, some, we had lots of drops like that. And yes. it could very well be, um, you know, misdirections like we experienced in WandaVision. Yes. Or they we could We have to be, be ready for that. Yeah, we have to prepare our hearts and souls for that. <laughs> We've been um, down this road before. That, that, the, the, the little words like that, the, those are not, accidental definitely and kevin feige yeah. has said uh this is going to be as far as a, a tv show the the most important when it comes to the films yeah it's very clear that it is the case uh well i mean and it i i i guess i i don't, I don't this isn't maybe jumping ahead but um uh but put a pin in it um if if you don't want to answer it now but i'm just curious if you think the tva will be um present in Multiverse of Madness, or do you think that they some yes. whatever happens to the TVA in this show will prevent them from being present? No, they they, they will be present going forward. I think they've got to the MCU. Presence. Yeah, just uh, I mean on, that makes sense to me. Just based on the language that we got in this episode, like yeah. like the words that you were just saying. I mean, we yeah we already knew that lots of Wandavision was preparing us for for multiverse of madness and i don't i don't see how this could be 
Any yeah, the, the the bigger question is kind of the reverse. Does Doctor Strange know these people exist? Well, that's does a the okay, great question. One, did, because does, right. you know, the, I think about the ancient one who was explaining to Bruce Banner in Endgame how time worked and uses yeah, she a very had no similar idea. uses a very similar diagram. So, well, yes, but you you I mean she, the way the way she was speaking is like as if she didn't know. At least that's because I, I went oh, back she and seemed I, very knowledgeable about it though. But well, no, like, not knowledgeable about how time works. Yes, but not necessarily about like the TVA and like who's taking care of it. Because like if if she if she knew like this is my point. Like if she thought that um uh that it was that it was supposed to happen um. Well, I guess if somebody had taken the time stone from her um, and fucked everything up, then and if she knew the TVA existed, then she would know that the TVA was would just come in and reset everything to make it fine. Yes. I mean, Do you yes. Know what I mean? So yeah, she wouldn't know yeah, totally like point taken. That's that's actually a very good explanation. However, we have seen that the TVA is, is having a hard time keeping up with something we'll explain later Mm -hmm. sure i don't think she well they obviously have very outdated technology so well but i i'm not sure interesting i I love that choice but i'm not i'm just curious if there's a reason for that i'm not sure she'd risk handing off the time stone Uh, and no you know with with the even if she had the knowledge that somebody could potentially step in to correct it because yeah you know i don't know um, i just thought of this um based on the ancient one's reaction when yeah. uh, Bruce Banner says, you know, Doctor Strange gave away the right. stone. Right. Yeah. And her like, reaction why? Why is her reaction that? is like truly terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Um but potentially she maybe she has the hindsight to be like, okay, well maybe he is working with the TVA or yeah. I don't know. It's just something well, I thought no, of the, right the, now. I I, right. I I do think you're you're I'm probably leaning your direction, Daniel. Where maybe they, maybe they don't. I mean, maybe nobody and then knows. The she, I mean, he gets introduced to them in Multiverse of Madness, and uh, and I mean Loki, when he's talking with Mobius, he's like, "You, the TVA is formidable." And, well, also you have Mobius to think about like, yeah, if, I've, I've, that's that's been my experience. They're they're pretty. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that if uh, if we're if we're gonna say that the TV shows are more supplemental information, then it would make sense for them to reintroduce the TVA to Doctor Strange so that we get some yes. exposition as to like, wait, who the hell are these people again? <laughs> so, you know what so, I mean? so in that vein of of Doctor Strange and WandaVision, in that yeah. in that uh, cartoon we've been talking about, they yes. also mention. Nexus events. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we, if your ears perked up hearing right. hearing we, that word, you were, we, we, you were correct. We discussed Nexus beings mm-hmm. in WandaVision and to to uh, refresh your memory on what the difference is. A Nexus being is basically one be there's only one of this type of being or one of this type of person through all of the different realities and dimensions. So Wanda is presumably a nexus being, but there's only one Wanda in every conceivable dimension. And Doctor right. Strange is also in that category, at least in the comic books. I don't know if they'll make him one uh, in this regard. But a nexus event is basically what we were talking about, where somebody breaks 
breaks the time continuum and it creates a branch reality um and and that it, it, the, all of these little nexus events so presumably this is setting up the entire plot of multiverse of madness which is either a single nexus event happened or, or multiple, multiple and and nobody can keep up with them and and that therein creates the multiverse because right yeah. now at least my understanding is the TVA is keeping everything jammed into one path. Right. So there isn't right. technically a multiverse at this point. There was, but but as of but right now, that was pre pre war. Right. Well, yeah. here here's a question I have to ask because time is different, you know, in the TVA, yeah. um, mm-hmm. or like where they're working. I mean, so. And and Mo more Mobius, right? Mobius. Mobius. Mm-hmm. Mobius. Mobius. Was yeah, right. Um uh wow. Uh Mobius um kind of basically said to Loki that they not only knew like what he had done, but also what he's about what he's going to do eventually. So um do they do they just know like time from beginning to end of time? Like well, and, and would they know when all the Nexus events are going to occur? I mean, I think they knew Loki's story because it had already ended. I see. Yeah, I see. So, see so I mean? we're like, we're actually technically already, like, in in real real times, we are past. Um, we are in 2023 or 2024, mm-hmm. where, wherever in the Marvel life. universe is right now. That's yeah. where everybody is. But this is 2012 Loki. Yes. So this they've is... taken 2012 Loki out and put him into well you know a non-time place but but technically it's like right right that and that, that's actually a great segue so it's like we we got right off the bat we got the avengers endgame sequence mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. this is confusing i i know but so we're we're in 2012 in the setting yes. of the original avengers right loki has been captured by the avengers you have the whole exchange with the tesseract and he's able to escape this is 2012 loki this is not right. reformed loki this is the the bad guy who 30 minutes before his capture was trying to rule earth mm-hmm. <laughs> right so the tva has his record of him dying in 2019 so they they this they know they know, they know what this, happens to him post. this loki variant his yeah. story is already over before right you know before he gets to them. i'm genuinely dreading Watching this with my dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Having to explain when, it, like, I barely know what the hell is going on. Yeah, yeah, I. He's going to be so confused, and I'm going to be frustrated. <laughs> well, you know, I guess the, the 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 nice thing is with this is that you, the easy answer is just I don't know, Dad. Let's just watch yeah, and figure I'm, it out together. I'm watching I, this also for the first time. I literally don't know. Wow! Oh, Wowzy. Yeah, because um, you know, that was a that was a big thing that people were like, "Wait, where? Wh- what Loki is that? Like, you know, yeah, what year Loki what? does this? But time is, time is a lot. At time the is a lot. Time is a lot. Time is a lot. Everybody. Okay, actually, this is interesting. So, um, or maybe it's not interesting. I thought it was interesting. So, it's probably not. Mobius. While mm-hmm. they're kind of like on the elevator, and he's this is like, Owen Wilson, by the way, Mobius. Yes. The wow. Character. Wow. Um, he says to Loki, time passes differently here in the TVA. Basically just, you know, 
saying how long because well, it was the the answer to how long have you been here kind of thing. And he's just like, well, time works differently here. Um, passes differently here at the TVA. Um, somebody who said something very similar um, was Scott Lang slash Ant-Man. He says time works differently in the quantum realm. So I, I, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but, you know, there there is a theory that this this whatever this TVA, wherever the, wherever the TVA is, perhaps it exists somewhere within the quantum realm. Maybe. Yeah, I th- yeah, maybe I think it exists outside of even that because the quantum realm, which we still don't have a full grasp of of how that right. works. To be fair, yeah, it's still so quite mysterious. well, and and, and apparent apparently there's there's a uh, there's more to it because there's some places in the quantum realm where you do age appropriately, and then other right. places where you don't. You know, so it's very confusing. So yeah, I don't know if the I don't know if the quantum realm and the TVA inhabit the same space outside of time and space, but our understanding of the quantum realm right now is that it allows you to travel within a timeline, a specific timeline, timeline. but I don't know if, as of yet, if if you can dimension hop in it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that remains to be seen. And quantum Ant-Man quantum mania might explain, well, not might, probably will explain, have yeah. a, an explanation on how the quantum realm actually works. I believe that. But that yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to uh to consider. It's just I remember when he said that it, my ears perked up and I was like, I feel like I've heard something like that before. I was like, oh yeah. But uh before we do too much more speculating, I mean this is Loki's story and I got to yeah. say Tom Hiddleston is in his finest form. Ah. It's also produced by him, too, which I, for some reason, didn't know. Yeah, he's one of the EPs. So cool. Uh, It was... uh, Yeah, his acting where he had to um, rewatch his mother being killed. I was like, oh, jeez. And then watch himself. Fuck! Marvel, you're going to do this to me in every show now? Like... Yeah, Literally every are. show is like they this are. heart-wrenching, like, stab you through the... Th- oh, my God. I mean, it's great. I and, loved it. And I kind like, of like Bucky and Wanda, he's having a full-on yeah, identity crisis. Totally. Because, yeah, because, because not- he knows that he cannot go back to his timeline that he knows. We're making right. these villains so complicated, and I'm obsessed. And he can't unsee everything he has now seen in the TVA, because mm-hmm. an hour ago, a standard hour ago... His whole thing was like, Thanos has given me an army. I'm going to rule Earth. You know, I'm going to accumulate all this power. All of that is rendered null and void. One, by the fact he watched himself die at the hands of Thanos. But two, yeah. all of it's insignificant as far as... He, as it's not insignificant as a story, but it's insignificant in the sense that his quest for power is meaningless. Well, I mm-hmm. guess I'm confused. So, like... <sighs> And maybe maybe there isn't an answer to this yet, but like, so what happens to that timeline then? Is that timeline forever fucked, or do they just because no, like, it's, isn't it's their done. job it's to com- go and reset it's complete. it? That that part of hit like Loki is complete. Well, no, but I mean the, the one that they they removed him from, you know. Yeah, well, sorry, they, they but... didn't remove. He removed himself. Well, no, no, he was still within that that timeline. Yeah, the, he just yeah. warped away from that area. But I mean, like, and so they took a, him away from that timeline. When now that jumped, timeline is still effed, right? When he jumped to Mongolia, yes, right after the Avengers sequence, yeah, yes. the TVA comes. They set off one of those time 
Yeah, the, what are they grenades. called? That yeah. corrects the timeline so they can take him out of it. But okay, lo- so there is still a Loki g- in that timeline. I, I guess what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, sorry. Say that again. There's still a Loki in that timeline. When there they is. Pre- okay. So when they, when they reset that, it, there a Loki goes back and actually does right. the right thing. Right. So it fixes everything he just did by branching off with the Tesseract. Got it. So 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 um so it reverts back to um Loki still being Yes, un- Loki's n- gonna go on to die at the hands of Thanos in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like got it. So so what to- what happened then? Um, I, I guess maybe maybe they're not going to explain this and it would just be make things too confusing. But I, I guess what I can't understand is that the the suit, you know, the suitcase that was holding the Tesseract still slides to his feet. Right. So right. does he just like is the corrected version him just not picking it up then? We don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm like I, I still know. confused we, about. Yeah, We don't know. We might. We might see that. We might not. It might just be like a fill in the blank, and you're. What well, and, and they figured kind of it out? We fixed it. it. Whatever it is, it's fixed. <laughs> well, and they cut. Yeah, I mean, they stop do asking kind of, so many questions. They kind of gloss over it by saying that the timekeepers allowed the Avengers to hop through time, but what right. Loki did because it was, was supposed to happen. Impermissible. Yeah, which is so interesting. Um, I mean, I guess the 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 the, the maybe it was. It, it was allowed because they knew that inevitably they were going to bring them back i yeah i guess i i again or, i don't or know or it if... was a a situation like they weren't technically allowed to do it but they were allowing them to because it was going to save humanity but see yeah sure in their estimation because i again i i think it's unclear and and i'm not sure they could i'm not sure timekeepers know the future i don't think that was established but Mm-mm. but they're okay. at their discretion al- allowing events to take place so it's interesting that they let thanos do everything he did yeah that's that's scary. because that you know that comes before the avengers time hopping shenanigans so they mm-hmm. let thanos wipe out half of of that universe yowzers yeah did the eternals and the um the celestials do you think they're aware of I would maybe. I mean, you think they would be aware of all this? I don't know. Of the TVA? Yeah, or just yeah, the multiverse and all mm. the things. I, I don't know. Oh my God! I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. Um, um one thing that I want to go back to is Owen Wilson's character. Wow. Mobius. Um, in the comics, all of the, all of the people who work for the TVA are Mobius and look the same. Cool. Yeah. So they um, they did that in the comics as a a a little nod towards the Marvel writer and editor Mark Grunewald, and he was the he was the continuity police of Marvel in the eighties and nineties for the comics. God bless him. That's that's some hard work he did. And he also wrote uh, one of the longest and most loved uh, Captain America comic runs. Oh, interesting. Uh, but. Yeah, that's kind of a fun little meta nod to the. I love that. To the um, OG. Well, and I love I I I simply love I love Lamp. Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson's. Their chemistry. Their chemistry. Oh, it's you could great! Not, you could not it's pick fantastic. two different actors and and pitting yeah. somebody of Owen Wilson's type against a Tom Hiddleston Shakespearean. <laughs> yeah. Type figure. It's the perfect foil. 
end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny because I, mean, I don't know how much of it is a is a play on Owen Wilson's part of he's just being like really legit that he's like a an honest to god fan of Loki. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's just like I just you know I just want to know. I'm trying to figure out how you about. take man. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. <laughs> the, he forces him into a full blown therapy session. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, I want Owen Wilson to be my therapist. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So so basically, th- this is the the crux as far as. The, the the crux of this episode emotionally and and loki says towards the beginning of the episode kind of in reference to the tva this is all an illusion it's cruel elaborate trick conjured by the weak to inspire fear mm-hmm. but he then turns that after seeing everything he sees in the replay of his life he turns mm-hmm. that line back on himself and says yeah. i don't enjoy hurting people it's an illusion made yeah. by the weak to inspire fear it's not fun like, that that's some deep shit. That sums up Loki. Yeah. Yeah, because he's always been complicated. I mean, we've always known that, like, there is good in him and that yeah. he struggles with who he is and what he does. Right. He knows um, not what he does. So other fun little uh, Easter eggs the uh, in the, the France scene. France. Where they 14, go back and 1485 yeah, or, or something like that. 15 um, something. The little kid is chewing gum that oh, makes, yes. makes his yeah. mouth blue. Mm-hmm. And um, if you were a comic reader, you know, in the 80s and before, you'd know that like a lot of the ads in in comic books were not at all like they are today. Today sure. it's like, you know, for television shows that are television shows or movies that are from comics right? Uh, or, you know, talking about new storylines that are coming out or whatever. But back in the day, it was all about, you know, whoopee cushions, joy, bu- joy buzzers, um, x-ray glasses. And there was several, uh, there were several ads for this, this gum that would turn your mouth blue. <laughs> oh my Kablooey. God. Amazing. Kablooey. Yeah. I freaking love that. Uh, so also- that's a fun little fun little thing i don't know if it occurred to you but it it, it did turn this little girl's mouth blue and it, it i think it kind of harkens back to the ice giants the frost yeah giants. oh yeah sure yeah i can see that this was a little one of a couple of nods to loki's true lineage mm-hmm. um, but we all know that he's mephisto well you that know was confirmed. that, you that know was confirmed that people, in this episode he is mephisto 100 people were losing their minds about that devil <laughs> mosaic i cringed i cringed i, know, I saw, like, I saw oh, it in boy, the trailer but then when that scene got there i was like oh no yeah but what's so shows... funny is that i like I don't, I don't even think that they like i don't think that that was even their intention to no, try no. and trick no, us wasn't. to believe that it wasn't it was supposed no, to be it, the horns it. are supposed to look like loki like, right right well it's interesting though too um because you know i did a little deep dive myself but um and maybe you guys did too but uh there was a comic um, series where Loki got basically sent to hell, um, mm. and then became Satan. Like oh, he like yeah, I read took about over, that. Mm-hmm. and then he had a son named the son of Satan. Um, and yeah, they kind of like, oh god, what was their thing? They're basically like, I think Son of Satan is still a current run. Is it really? Is it still happening? I think so. I mean, I mean I it's, it. it might not be from back when that originated. It might be a new run, but so Loki is Mephisto. 
gosh. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that um, it, it um, like him actually being, you know, the devil, mm-hmm. like that that there is precedence for that because like he, it, he that has already happened in a comic series. Yeah. Um, um, we also have. Sorry, Dino. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say uh, one of the other ice giant, frost. Mm. I keep calling him ice giant. Frost giant references uh, when Loki goes before uh, uh, the judge. Raven- yeah, uh, I was just gonna bring uh, her Ravonna up. Ravana Renslayer. So that's mm-hmm. She uses his last name, Laufey's son, Laufey's as son. opposed to Odin's son. He he's actually the son of uh, Laffy. The the, the uh, hilarious from Thor. <laughs> he just can't stop laughing. He just thinks it's so funny. Yeah. So it was it was kind of cool to uh, to recognize that lineage again. Um, Being a frost giant is so have, fun. Um, you might have recognized uh, Ravana Renslayer as I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best not to butcher their name. Do it. Uh, Gugu Mabatha Rao. Raw. Yeah. Um, Raw. Yep. Um. They were in the San Junipero episode of Black Mirror. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Which is also um, a mindfuck. Correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in the in the comics, Ravana, um, she is a time-traveling princess. And she is linked to Kang the Conqueror. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, it seems like the interpretation in this is going to be slightly different. But we might get some, some Kang... Stuff. At least references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh reminder, Kang the Conqueror uh, is going to be played by Jonathan Majors in uh, Quantumania, Ant-Man yes. Quantumania. This is a right. time-hopping space, or a, a time terrorist from the 31st century who could be one of these next, we'll call them Avenger, Avengers-level threats. But it's going to be a comedy. Well... Somewhat, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not That's so the... much, though. Yeah, yeah. So I am interested to see because I mean, normally the Ant Man movies are just like, oh, that was a fun romp, wasn't it? You yeah, know, it was a fu- usually, and they're usually and, very funny. And they are very much that way. And having Paul Rudd innately makes them that way. But now yeah. that he's been through what he's been through, mm-hmm. like yeah. you, intru- you introduce Paul Rudd like first into Civil War and then into. <laughs> A battle with Thanos that changes everybody's perspective pretty. He quickly maybe is a little about, hardened. Yeah, yeah, I think. I got aren't... a heart in my heart. I gotta swallow my poop. Um, um, I freaked out. I like squealed with joy when they, <laughs> um, had Loki be DB Cooper. That yes. oh, just yeah. killed me. Well, okay, so yeah, I, we were seeing this in we the. In, I, I loved that that that, <laughs> so that was a cool good. twist because like they they showed it in the um, in the trailer in the trailers, yeah. and I was thinking, oh, we're gonna see that you know like that that that's gonna be one of the like the missions that he's gonna go on, but li- apparently it already happened, um, mm-hmm. which is so fun. Yeah, if and, you don't know who we're talking about, there was a very famous nineteen uh, seventies. I think it was like seventy one. Yeah, I uh, think this so. guy. Uh, hijacked a plane stole uh in real life yes real life uh stole twenty thousand dollars and then parachuted off the plane and was never found 
Yeah, they so only found was, some of his money. Yeah, they found some of the money, which I thought was like funny how they did it in Loki with with him being sucked into the rainbow, <laughs> like yeah. um, and, like more of the money just kind of flying out. He but lost a bet to Thor. It was literally just a that yeah. Was so funny. Which is interesting too, because like you know. Um, he's supposed to be like the trickster god, but like Thor is like bad news too. He's he's like, you know, joking around doing these naughty things. Well, yeah, he's the older brother who always got away with everything because he yeah, was the, the yeah. heir to the throne. Mm-hmm. We all know what that. Which like. which ex- we've we've <laughs> kind of explored that dynamic between the two of them, and Loki has voiced that to Thor. It's like it was always you 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 were always handpicked to be better than me and. I hated you for it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, let's go back to the 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 TVA. I got serious <laughs> Clockwork Orange vibes. Oh, I yeah. got Twilight totally. Zone vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's a little Blade Runner in there when they show like, oh, sure. the big the big cityscape. Yep. Uh, 1970s. And, oh, and DM. also like being scanned, like uh, another Blade Runner reference. Um was the the weird existential conversation he was having with himself about p- potentially being a robot but not knowing it like right. that whole thing yes. that yes. that's very much a blade Wait, runner do people not know if they're robots <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and the, that test that yeah cuz they they if you haven't seen blade runner there's a very similar type of test where that they I can't remember what they're called um but there's there's like fake people running around that like don't know that they're fake but they have to do this test where they kind of like stare into their iris as they ask them these like fundamental questions and if they answer them the right way then they're good but if they don't then they get effed right. and uh, yeah it, it all it all reminded me of like a 1970s dmv as well exactly yeah i said, <laughs> yeah, to, I said sure. that to chassis too i was like it feels like a creepy like 1970s like murder hotel yeah. Also, like, lot, lots of oranges, lots of browns and reds. It might be because I was in an Indiana Jones state of mind, but the whole ticket gag about yeah. taking oh. a ticket. Mm-hmm. Yes. That reminded me of uh, the blimp. The blimp scene. Right. The Last Crusade. Yeah. No ticket. <laughs> and everybody's think, waving their uh, tickets. Like, uh. Who do we think that other guy was? Okay, I thought it was oh, Martin Scarelli. Do you know who oh. that is? You, the, wait, uh, the big pharma guy. Yes. Oh, with the greasy black hair. <laughs> if they I don't, really were referencing that, I, I don't that. think it. I didn't see that. I haven't seen that anywhere. That's great, uh, though. That's that would be funny. I, I mean, don't know he's why. like a like a universally hated person, just like uh-huh. the most like, hated person in the world. Because like, <laughs> what a fucking dick! Like Who he basically ru- wasn't it an, an AIDS medication? Yeah, he, like, yeah. like a seven hundred dollar AIDS medication. Monster. Just, Monster. Absolutely terrible person. I I thought that's who that was. There was also a scroll hanging out. In yeah, the lobby. I saw this. I yeah, saw in the a tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, that was great. So great. You know. Okay. So kind of going a little bit backwards on why I was thinking that maybe the TVA might be a little sus, and it's just because of the vibes that I'm getting from like all of their like uh, posters and um, wall paintings and things. I mean, it might be just the 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 kind of style like like art decoy weird thing but it kind of gives me the the it 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 gives off sort of a propaganda type vibe yes. which mm-hmm. like you know may not be bad per se but it might be as if they're trying to you know um i don't know what just trying to convince you that 
this is the this is the way and you will <laughs> you will think it's the way or you're getting you're going to get whatever it is you're going right. to get sucked oh, out of uh, time and pruned. dissipated the term is pruned pruned oh pruned yeah yes, when they like, fix like you the, would in a garden they they the they prune that yeah oh you know what there was another clue um in at the end of the cartoon where it showed um you know, this was created by derp derp derp. Um, oh God, I remember seeing that and going like, "Oh, that's a funny word to use." Um, it was about like, oh shoot, it's like it was like the like messaging kind of like as if there was like a department that was like trying to paint the TVA in a positive light. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like purposefully potentially pulling the wool over everybody's eyes as if like they're not really positive, but we're going to there. Yes, they're positive. Damn it. They um, also mentioned uh, Mobius mentioned in passing the nightmare yeah. division. Oh, yeah. Dark so I was strange. like, uh, that could be a total misdirect. But either way, that's spooky. <laughs> yeah. Well, a nightmare has already been rumored as as a part of. And rumors are just that, but he's been mm-hmm. rumored to be part of Multiverse of Madness. So again, and Michael Waldron again wrote that film. So I don't know who started this theory, but and my my research, um, my deep dives, some people suspect that when people get, gosh darn it, what is pruned, pruned when they get pruned and you know disappeared from existence that their consciousness basically gets trapped in nightmares, and that's what nightmares are. Oh, that's really scary. Isn't that a scary thought? It could be. That's really scary, though, and I hate I hate that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, really that's not true. It. I love that, that concept. Oh. It's kind of a really spooky, weird thing. That's very much so, um, like, Sandman style, the Neil mm-hmm. Gaiman um, comics that are being turned into a tv show on i think it's netflix oh is it gonna be a tv show that's cool yeah i think it's a tv show but yeah the description of just you know dreams and nightmares and stuff is really scary very scary um i liked wemi mosaku who plays hunter b15 yeah she was a badass she she had a great it was just one of those subtle subtle things like oh damn it you're you're a great actress she they're they're standing there in the court and Loki is trying to use his powers to to free <laughs> himself. She, she just kind of nods her head and she's like he's trying to use his powers, ma'am. <laughs> and everyone's just like you hear she like just like, snorting and chuckling hilarious? in the back. Like how like, cute he's the, doing that. Aw. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and the use she, she's of um, fantastic. I, I forget what they what they call it the the collar they put on mm-hmm. Loki that basically re- <laughs> rewinds the person that it's on and. I thought that was a clever, uh, a clever device. And having seen um, uh, Tenet, Christopher Nolan's oh yeah, I haven't seen that yet. New movie I saw it last summer, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard. That's like, what I heard. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. I'm yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but that concept is kind of explored just on a much larger scale, and it was nice mm-hmm. to see it cleanly executed and. 
Oh, that's how it's supposed to go. (laughs) Shoot. I tried. I I don't want to make it sound outside. I know. I I mean, you know it. You know it had to be really just not making any sense at all. If you're, if like someone like you watched it, who you you can find, you can find good stuff and you can find meaning and. Well, don't give me too much. I, I appreciate that, but don't give me too much credit. I spent much time on message boards looking for my. Hoping I'd find someone far smarter. There must be somebody out there that knows what this is. (laughs) No. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody's just like, nope. And the ones, it's the the ones that thought they did that annoyed me the most. Because like, no, this isn't it. This. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're looking for something that just isn't there. That's just not there. No. Oh man. Very high concept, but like, not sure there's content. Anyway. Anyway. But uh, it was it. I like how Marvel just quietly roughed. Or kind of sanded the edges of their time hopping explanations their, mm-hmm. that they introduced in Endgame, which I think I thought they were all pretty consistent. I mean, you could nitpick and yeah, there. I think we might have talked about this a little bit, uh, possibly in possibly in WandaVision or something. But like, you know, things get really complicated when you're trying to explain or justify time travel. Yeah. <laughs> the the thing is, like, you know. It's better yes. to just joke about yes, it, which they do. Yes, they're doing a good job of it. And also, just, like, have some suspension of disbelief. Just, yeah. like, go well, for yeah. it. Because they're clearly like, having fun and making fun of it, too, you know? Yeah. At the end and- of the day, and this is what Marvel does very well, like, you know, yes, they're doing some justification. Yes, they're doing some explaining. But they're also, like, there's a little bit of a wink and a little bit of, a, like, yeah, we know this is silly and magical. But it's just okay. It's us. okay. Yeah. But they Come also, have, I've just told us, the explanation is... It happened because these people let it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and right. That, and that's throwing everybody through a loop, but that is absolutely by design. Cause like, but, but, and but that how? actually kind of makes it, it, but, it kind of makes Endgame make more sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, it doesn't, look, it doesn't, it doesn't take away what happened in Endgame because yeah, I, I, I know we all got, we all had varying degrees of reaction, like we said at the beginning, to seeing the inf- uh, several clusters of infinity stones shoved in a mm-hmm. drawer yeah rendered inert in in this place but that doesn't take away from the stakes that were established for the people in the sacred timeline like, yeah right of course uh, as we know time, well, time works enough. time works differently there so obviously the stones and the timekeepers from didn't different know. realms are right. Not. The timekeepers didn't know. I, as far as we know, didn't know how it was going to turn out. They just let things kind of happen the way they did. I suppose they could have gone back and decided to correct it, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure they're all powerful in that regard. As we are, as we're seeing, they have been exposed. Like, well, uh, so so they they, they there's in the beginning of the show. Um, well, and kind of throughout, they were talking about, like, Loki is fighting about, like, his free will. He's like, no, I have free will. I can make whatever choices I want. And he's just like, oh, no, no, no. They they tell you, you know, what you can and can't do kind of thing. And it's just like, but that kind of makes me go to my, my other thought about whether or not they know the future. Because it's just like, well, how, how would you even know if this is the right thing if you don't know how it's going to end? Here's the thing. Like, as limitless you know? as the TVA seems from a power standpoint, this series is going to introduce their great weakness. Or it's going to... it's going yes. to. We're about to see the multiverse explode again. Yeah. Totally. And, that, I, and, and I think it's because it, there, there's going to be... 
we're going to find some happy medium, you know what I mean? Because they're they're basically I and I would which which makes me go back to the propaganda thing. It makes me feel like they're this like strict like thinking that they're they're this is for the greater good, you know what I mean? But whatever they're doing is actually making it so that nobody really has any free will, which is not, you know, which is usually <laughs> seen as a negative thing, you know, cuz people want freedom. Yeah. Um, well, the, and the, that's, that's like the opposite of freedom, you know? So like I could see them losing that power, but then them figuring out how to make it not madness and just have everybody have free will, you know? You know well, I don't think it's going to be up to them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Marvel can't function with something like the TVA being all powerful. Totally. Like there, there, there will be no point to these stories if that is the case. Right. So what you've already seen introduced, and we haven't talked about it yet, but when Loki kind of comes out of briefly comes out of this crisis and Mobius mm-hmm. offers him essentially a job with the TVA he said, we're tracking a variant who's been killing our Minutemen, who are the, the agents who interject themselves on behalf of the TVA. Somebody has been killing them. We find out it's a variant of Loki. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, you guys, I don't know why I haven't said this until now. <sighs> Happy pride. Um, so, <laughs> Back when they're looking at his like at his little paperwork, you know, his little uh, actress access character description, <laughs> but you know, listing off yeah. his like traits. Um, one of the things it under gender, it says fluid. Yep. Yeah, that. Was oh a... my god! Now, of course, I mean, I say happy pride because I'm like, you know, gender fluidness. I, I don't think that that's what they mean per se about this particular variant. Like, I don't, I don't think that like the Loki He's himself is gender fluid. Yeah, he he pr- he, he presents and portrays women and men. He quite literally yes. can be whatever he yeah. wants. But right here's what's interesting. So this is going. This is all conjecture, and yep, I would yep, say yep. at this point, if you have no interest in hearing about. What rumors it might be. regarding where this series mm-hmm. could. This is where I was going to, Dino. I think you right. to say what I'm going to say. Yeah, where it could be going, I would turn off the episode now. We were glad you were here. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> uh, but in terms of variants, uh, so the actress Sofia DiMartino was cast in this show, and it's been rumored for a long time right. that she's playing Lady Loki. Yeah, that's the rumor, mm. and it would make sense because then we Loki. got. I mean, that would explain the gender fluidness. And there's some speculation that was her at the end of the the episode. The episode. Yeah. That the, the killer very, variant very is, is Lady Loki. Now it gets crazy, though. Now? So that's one option. And, she, <laughs> she, and she's received top billing in this series. So I, I suspect she's probably, like, the lead antagonist. And then maybe a protagonist eventually. You never know. Maybe. Because maybe there, what she's doing is like you know ultimately what should be done. You know, there is that, there but... could be other variants of Loki, and this is based on other castings. Mm. So the actor Richard E. Grant, and you'll remember him as General Pride in yes. Rise of Skywalker. Yes, 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 yes. Yep, yep, he yep. was cast in this series. There is speculation that he could be playing an older Loki. Cool. Oh, I love it. One one variant uh, called King Loki. Or original Nito. Loki, and this is basically a Loki who you basically take the 2012 version of him mm-hmm. and change nothing. He doesn't get a redemption story. He doesn't die. He just becomes awful and just grows oh up gosh. and and is awful. I'm Loki. Excited about Loki. 
And then, and then a third variant, Kid Loki. Oh. Young version of Loki. There's a young actor named Jack Veal who uh, who has been cast in the series. There was speculation they could go back in time with Loki. And, Neat. Uh, Kid Loki. That'd be cute. So, well, it kind of seems like they, they're going to go all over the place. I mean, because we've already gotten a clip of him seemingly um at least it looks like he's in um like Pompeii like as it's yes. exploding yes um yeah so he's going to be all over the place although that could also be just another flashback to some fun thing he did with thor you know <laughs> it, true yeah. it could it could very well be something that's already happened in his past yeah. but i i do i do like the idea of him having to face down different versions of himself cuz that's complicated <laughs> That's yeah. It's comp. What what better way to make the uh, god of mischief come to terms with himself than seeing, you know, making a shapeshifter see all the different things he's ever shapeshifted right. into. You know, like I just had this thought pop into my head because of what uh, Daniel was saying, sort of about you know, free you know, free will and everything. Mm-hmm. And one of would the somebody big... just free will the poor guy? <laughs> he's never, my friend. Will he's never been just... freed. He's been in prison um, for so long. But, uh, you know, when Mobius is asking Loki, kind of in the middle of the episode, like, wh- what is it exactly that you you want? So, okay, yeah. yeah. So you get you take over the Earth, and then and then what? Mm-hmm. Um, and Loki's explanation of how you know humans think that they want choice. They they think that they want that, but really they don't. They want to be mm. controlled, commit, like controlled. And so that yeah. could potentially be Kinda a big s- reason that the TVA want, or that Mobius in particular wants Loki to help them figure this out. Because that's that, why he's like a fan. He's just like, because wow, that's yeah, kind he- of that's kind of like the mission statement that we know so far of the TVA. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you don't you don't have a choice. There is no free will. Everything this is the that way happens, time flows, yeah. Bitch. Everything that happens is because we allow it Say or it don't will. allow it to happen this way. Yeah, it doesn't sound super positive to me, but I mean, who knows? We'll see. And and that's a very good point. And uh, there's the obvious reason of who understands Loki better than Loki, mm-hmm. um, which will be central to this. But I think we're already starting to see the cracks in the time variance authorities authority, right? Mm-hmm. Well, also on the fact that they're just like the choice of them using such old fashioned um, technology and um, just like the overall like it just feels like they're they're like an old they're an old system that that that's like needs to be like updated. You know, know, I think I think in just my opinion, but I think they give off that impression I think they're. I think they are very advanced. Like I don't think it's. I I think they have. You think it's? Just, I mean, like I'm, I, I'm thinking uh, about the drink he was. Uh, he uh, Mobius was drinking Josta. Which yeah, was I was just gonna bring that up. A proto yes. energy drink from. Yes. Yeah, one of the very first energy drinks from the '90s. From the '90s. So, uh, I think they they pick and choose aesthetics they like from all yeah, of the so maybe, maybe it could be just as simple as with. that. I mean, they they are very advanced. Like, look, they were using a projector with film to show Loki his right his whole story, but I then mean, it was digital as well. So right, like, it's just an aesthetic thing, I think. As so far they, as yeah, they're just like this just is quirky. In, yeah. Like they pick yeah they pick what 
what versions of you know different eras and stuff that they when, like. when I like he this runs style. Let's when he runs style. into uh, Casey. The, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Played, played by Eugene Cordero, who was in The Mandalorian, by the way. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and you all probably, if you watch a lot of TV, you might know him from The Good Place as well. He yeah. plays um, Pillboy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Casey and all of the all of these uh, all of these people who work in cubicles, basically. I mean, they're all they all dress like they're right out of the 1970s. But mm-hmm. uh, it, it, there's just no explanation for it. It's just like well, yeah. Why? And maybe they will, maybe they will never get one, and that's fine. Because I mean, it is a really fun aesthetic. Yeah. I mean, if it was it just something like super updated and like super futuristic, is like it would feel like oh well, of course they did that. It feels like right. the obvious choice kind of thing. So this is this is a much more surprising and interesting to look at, and like yeah, just more surprising and fun. Um, but I did, and I keep going back to the Infinity Stones, but I I did like that. Uh, God, you're obsessed. I am, because it, well, two things. <laughs> but also same. So there weren't any mind stones in that, mm. in that Yes, drawer. but I think we did see one in the, uh, what are they called? The credits, because um, somebody is using it as oh, a paperweight. Oh, as a paperweight? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't see that. Interesting. I think, I think, and if, if you know the people in the interwebs, go go out there and prove me wrong, please. But I thought that I saw a mind. I don't, I, maybe it's. I'm not gonna do what I did with, <laughs> Wandavision and just look so far into everything. No, do it, please, well, please n- do it. It's we're fun, gonna leave though. that. We're gonna leave that to screen rent. No, remember this um, is what we do. We threw everything at the fucking wall, and then something's gonna stick, and we're gonna be like, oh my god, see, we were right. Very fascinating. Mm-hmm. I well, number one, I buy the explanation that the Infinity Stones don't work outside yeah. of their timelines, right? Mm-hmm. And that people people were trying to find a plot hole there, as far as Endgame's concerned. Mm-hmm. It was like, but the but they went back in time of their own timeline to get on the, the same stones. timeline. Yeah, sure. So that that explanation flies, and also opens up the possibility of while I think they've this was their way of putting the Infinity Saga to rest kind of for good by just showing you that they're just rocks here. Yeah. But it does open the possibility of if if you have the next Thanos level, be it Galactus, be it Kang, be it whoever, and you you have a multiversal kind of conflict, we now know that Infinity Stones exist in all of these different universes. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, could complicate matters. Could could prove a convenient way for Doctor Strange to get his hands on the Time Stone again if he needs it. Yeah, uh, for that's sure. one avenue. He could also go back in his own timeline because they can all do that. put the stones back. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it 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 both closes a door and also kind of cracks another door open of potentially. Yeah, you know. We're not quite done here. And once once the multiverse gets cracked open, what is the TVA? Like once once they've lost control over all the branch realities, because they have to inevitably. What good are they? I mean, yeah, right. So that that kind of feels like where we're we're headed, and they're gonna hope Loki can help them kind of head this off at the pass. But it's either yeah, I I think that the. Yeah, I imagine that the TVA might exist, but like they're going to be sort of like restructured, maybe. Well, and and 
I, I've just knowing Loki's nature, one episode does not reform the guy. So I'm no. already the wheels are already turning. I'm like, he's going to go on this time hopping mission with these guys. Right. He's gonna try and get an audience with the timekeepers. Yep. And Loki being the arrogant bastard he is, is going to try and take over the TVA. Right, because he because Probably. that was the whole thing. He's just like, wait, I thought that like he wanted to be the all powerful thing and he thought that being the king of space would be the all powerful thing, but Maybe that's what Owen Wilson's actually trying to get him to do. <gasps> oh my god. Maybe. Oh my I just god. I don't trust Loki at all, despite how badly I felt for I him. I don't trust Owen Wilson either. Like... They're perfect they're married in perfect marriage. <laughs> um so um Oh, jeez. What was I thinking? Oh, the very um I mean, I don't know if we're ready to talk about the last moment yet, but um uh yeah, Salina, so they go Oklahoma. to what's that in Salina, Oklahoma? Yes, um, did a little research. Um, eighteen fifty eight uh, was a year after they accidentally discovered oil in Salina, Oklahoma, um, while they were digging for salt. Um, so yeah, the fact there's oil everywhere that checks out. Um, there's <laughs> you're a... going to be really mad if there wasn't oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that. This is not, historically inaccurate. This is not right. I don't like this show anymore. No, um, there was also this weird ass, super futuristic looking, like shovel. shovel yeah, maybe? I saw the shovel. It looks like a shovel, right? Yeah. Um, and they said it, it was from the no, third no, millennium, but... which you know, if you're going by millenniums, it's a, you know, three thousand. Or I mean, really, I guess we're technically in the third millennium now, right? So um, that it could be, you know, next year or it could be, you know, almost a thousand years from now. Um, uh, so some futuristic uh, just shovel. Put this in your your cap. Uh, yeah. Kang is from the 31st century. Ah. OK. That's mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's Kang. I'm just saying they're dropping. Yeah. Because well, I don't think that's definitely not Kang. Yeah. They're dropping nuggets. Little nuggets. Um, also, um, had to look up what the word anachronistic means. Um, it means belonging to a period other than that being portrayed. Correct. And they, that's the way they described the, the futuristic shovel as anachronistic. Um, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was really interesting. (laughs) I was trying to connect the dots between like the French, the French connection. (laughs) Um, uh, I mean, really, the only thing, I, and this is a very far reach, but um, the fact that, you know, Oklahoma, before the Louisiana Purchase, was sort of owned by France, I guess? Uh, pre right? I think so, yeah, pre-Louisiana Purchase, right? Yeah, yeah I'm just thinking geographically what the Louisiana Purchase I think included. It was I don't heavy. remember. Or at least, at least, pretend, like potentially, Salina, Oklahoma, in, in particular. But hmm. I have to go check my work. But I Hang think on, I'm checking. I'm I'm checking my Louisiana Purchase map. Oh my god! Yes, I'm reading <laughs> yeah, a U.S. Yeah. history book right now. And well, I, I did the musical. So <laughs> you did. <laughs> I've also done the music. You have? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you've done I mean, it, Daniel. Yes, it would be part of. Oh yeah, I did it in high school, Oklahoma. Oh my gosh. No, Louisiana of... Purchase, the musical. Oh my God, the Louisiana musical Purchase. <laughs> Oklahoma is a part of the Louisiana Purchase. It oh, is. Okay, dang. cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God, I know. So we've, fucking we've, cracked, we've cracked open Loki. 
Yeah, that's it. That's I that's mean, it. It's all about France. Just curious, like, if there was a futuristic shovel there, what the hell yes. were they digging for? And um, they apparently dug so deep that they struck oil, you know. Um, and maybe they didn't have to dig that deep because, you know, I know that back then, bu- you know, oil was yeah. basically bubbling from the ground. Are we? I mean, are we... Let's, are we running with the theory that this is Lady Loki and that she was digging for something? Yes, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And the fact that she went to this French place too, maybe there's an artifact that she's looking for there as well. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, I, I don't know if, and, and the TVA, like they're saying that, that she's going around killing all the TVA, but maybe the TVA are trying to stop her from getting whatever she's trying to get, you know? Because I, I, and again, this is me just being supremely sus of the TVA, um, but I just don't think that they're, you know, um, telling they, – they, they may be up to good intentions, but they're just not telling us um, maybe what their full intention is yet. Yeah, Why, sure. why they want to stop this Loki, you know? Because there's a reason – I want to know why this is a variant, you know? Like what, what, did this, what did this Loki do in order to cause a Nexus event, you know what I mean? Or, or is it in the right. midst of causing the Nexus – like the Nexus event hasn't happened yet. But well, I think like, she is. I mean every time she does this, she's creating a branch reality. Another so. branch. Sure. I think they're they're That's problematic for them. They're treading water trying mm-hmm. to Well yeah, and it looks like they so they tried to reset this um this the, the the last moment was them trying to reset this this timeline and it fails because she stops it from happening. Right. So what does that mean? Does that mean we're going into madness already or guys, uh I've told you I've mentioned on several podcasts so, so I'm reading the the Hickman Avengers New Avengers entire oh, yes. story. This is it. Yeah. Like, I think the end game of, like, no pun intended, of, of if I'm looking, like, five, ten years down the line. Mm-hmm. It's that story. Multiversal war, and they can't all exist at the same time. Right. Oof. Oh, my gosh. This is heavy. It's going to be real heavy, guys. This is quite heavy wow i mean i i i I, it feels at it's so hard to believe that in 2008 when we got iron man Mm -hmm. that we'd be at this point where it is (laughs) just so Mm -hmm. i I don't know what to call high concept bizarre um i just don't think that if people were sitting around a table like wondering which comic book you know that they want to make into a film like this this wouldn't have been it like they you were know, just trying they, to get they, people to the would have just been like oh this like, is way too deep for people no, like when Wa- they made iron man wouldn't wandavision wouldn't have been yeah. made and this nah. certainly would not have been made no when they made iron man they were just hoping iron man was successful so it didn't kill their plan to make an avengers movie yeah <laughs> right right and then and it was a bit of a gamble too because they it, were like yeah. iron man isn't the most like beloved right. of was, the avengers no. so no. How do we do this? And here we are with movies starring raccoons and trees and <laughs> lizard timekeepers. And we're uh, all like, yeah, make, cool. Yeah, Makes sense. Of course. Yes, fits. absolutely. Here for it. Um, oh, do man. you want to know something else wow. that's crazy about the show? Mm, yes. All right. Um, the musical composer, get this shit. Natalie Holt? Yes. I um, randomly read about... <laughs> She uh, used to be a background um, orchestra member for um, Britain's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she 
egged Simon Cowell just on the for show. Fun? Just for fun? or No, no. Basically, she believed that he ruined the music industry. So she was like making a stance and like egged Simon Cowell. Oh. Like what? What a badass! Wait, is that she, a euphemism? Like she egged him? She no, she literally threw, threw eggs, eggs at, at Simon Cowell. Oh, on oh. the show, yeah. How right. freaking great! She also wrote music Apparently, there's for video a, of it too. So yeah, she's also written some award-winning BAFTA music for the BBC. So she's a badass lady. Throws eggs. Natalie Holt, ladies writes, and gentlemen. Writes good music. This was a great. This is a great score, by the yeah, way. It's cool. very, yeah, it's very, cool. very Twilight Zone. Very. Did you synthy, know? Like, very, um, what the hell is that? That that really weird instrument where you fucking use your hands, like, oh, it just in air. What's that called? Because I think that's what they were using in the beginning of the show. It was like, that kind of ghost. <laughs> that ghost. I don't know uh, what it's called, but I do. You know, know what, what I'm talking, talking about, about, right? Yeah, it's it's Twilight Zone, ghost, very, very haunted mansion. Like, I don't even know what. Yeah. It's great. It is great. They're doing good if you stuff. Know, if you're listening and you know what that instrument is called, let us know because we don't know. Yes, and that's <laughs> all that matters. the sound it makes. Really? Yes. Truly. Oh, wow. Cool. What a great kickoff. The, yeah. It really, wow. really was. <laughs> I'm very, very excited about this show. There's only Super six excited. episodes. So. No. Oh, my God. Is it only six? Yeah. They're long, though. 45 minutes. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. They're long. But but um, I saw I saw it was greenlit for a season two. Oh that really? Already? Exciting. Great. Loki's been greenlit for a season two, so whatever they're doing here isn't just for the benefit of multiverse of madness. Right. So we're gonna you know. It, but it could it be, be another variant that maybe of Loki. Multiverse of madness will affect what happens in right. the show, and it probably. could be another variant of Loki takes over. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm. Sort of thing. We'll speculate speculate about that another time. But uh, speculation. Uh, great so performances. Fun. I mean, great writing. Pepperdine's Michael Waldron. Loki is back. Sure is. Um, uh, yeah. So we hope that you'll you'll join us for our uh, weekly episodes of Loki. We're also doing Bad Batch as well. Yeah. Right now. Well, we're so still we're happening. recording this on a Thursday, so Bad Batch is tonight, and mm-hmm. I've I've read. That uh, you need to hold on to your seats for the for tonight's episode. Oh, so buddy! We'll we'll be bringing that to you on Monday. Hey! <laughs> so thanks so much for listening. This is uh, inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast. But right now we're outside the Tauntaun. J.K. Law. and uh, I'm Alyssa Simmons, and I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you always. This is madness. <laughs>